Good afternoon, everybody. Or it may not be afternoon when you hear this. But um, welcome to uh, another Bunker Mentality Golfcast. Today, um, Tom's here and Nicholas here and myself, Robert. We uh, have got the great pleasure of inviting on quite a special golfer, actually, someone that we've known for, for almost a year now, who um, has got a, a quite a large following on Instagram since he's taken up golf um, a number of years ago. Uh, he's become super popular. And um, we thought we'd get him on because he's all about growing the game and we're also all about growing the game. So we thought we'd welcome um, Lloydie Golf from Instagram this afternoon. Hello, Lloyd. How are I'm you? good. Yourself? Not bad, my friend. It's actually a Friday. So, you know, um, happy days. <laughs> so, yeah, we, we mentioned... Sorry. It's a we mentioned there about um, how long have you actually been playing golf? So I've been now? playing golf. Uh, I'd say nearly three years now. So from literally first time wielding a club to now, I guess I'm kind of three years into my journey. I guess playing and documenting and encouraging more people to kind of take up this game like me. It's just that's where we are. So the interesting question then for me is because I took up golf, I didn't really take up golf. My father said, you're going to play golf um, when I was a boy. So I was kind of like, um, that's how I got into the game. So the question is, because you started this game, what, in your 20s? So um, what, what, what attracted you to the game? Yeah, see, I started golf when I was 27. I'm actually a geek at heart. Like, sport for me is definitely not on my radar and never was. And my brother contacted me about 27 and was like I've got like a an old set of clubs 25 pounds are yours in honesty I think he just needed 25 pounds and would I play golf with him like, like would I do it and I was like I don't want to play and he's like please just have a round of golf with me 25 quid so we did 25 pound and I and I bought a set of clubs and I had had my first round of golf which cost like a fiver at this really local kind of bad course to kind of play my first round of golf and it was terrible I air-shotted everything. I must have gone round like 250 over. And even then I questioned, why do people play this game? Like, where is the enjoyment on this game? And you hit, like, for me, initially, it was awful. So I guess I took to kind of the platform of social media to tell people that, kind of, guys, like, what, what, what is it about this game that you kind of love? And why do we play it? And why is it a lifelong challenge? And I got kind of an instant response where people were like, this is just such a funny read. You will find your moment of magic. You will find that one shot that keeps you coming back for more. Please go back and please document it. And here I am three years later, I guess. I found that one good shot that got me addicted and I've been addicted ever since. Yeah, I mean, that, that's that's brilliant. I mean, it's, it's an interesting story because I say most people, I guess, start it when they're kids and um, you, you may not have a choice like I did. You know, it's just, we're going to go and play golf and you get you do get hooked in it. You do get hooked in it. But it's um, it's fascinating to someone, you know, who's come at it in a, in a later part of their life because it is a challenge. You know, if, you, if, if you're if you told how to stand, make a stand to hit a golf ball, most average people think you're off your head because it's a contortion, isn't it? You know, it's not a straightforward thing. So, um, Oh, well done, well done to that, and I, and I think it's um, it's been great that people have interacted with you. I mean, that's obviously encouraged you then. Yeah, it's been a big like part of of the journey, and the reason why I guess we stuck at it and devoted myself to it 
so much and became incredibly consumed by golf because it like you say it is a incredibly difficult sport especially when you take it up like later on in life but it's amazing like the experiences you get and the people i've played with i must have played with nearly like 500 people now and that in itself is just incredible to think that it's a sport where you can involve so many people and you can play with people of all these different ages skill abilities and still just like have the time of your life like five hours on the course it's just amazing is it everybody's comments that you kind of get on all of your posts that keep you playing? So the guys that are going, oh, you're just like me, or, you know, will you, uh, will you make sure you do this, or how are you finding this? Do they kind of egg you on to keep keep trying different I things? I think it definitely helps. I mean, running kind of like the social page alongside just like learning to golf is actually quite difficult. I'm probably like 50 hours plus a week into like replying to all the messages and that kind of thing. So it is, it's part and parcel, but it is kind of, it, you've, if you have a, like a bad round, for instance, you're like, this is what happened. And guys are like, well, try this, try this. Like I'm, I'm, I'm the next night, if not the next day, just going down the range and, and being like forced and pushed to like keep golfing and, and keep grinding through it. And so it definitely helps. That's for sure. How do you, uh, how do you find being on social media? Do you get like a, a lot of people, like you say, they're giving you tips that you think, all right, guys, knock it off. Or do you kind of really do you kind of take them on board? Yeah, see, that's one thing that's, that is actually quite difficult. Like every social media golfer, I call them like the keyboard scratch players who who, who <laughs> kind of online, they kind of have all the tips and tricks possible. And I guess that's why I, like, I'm actively having lessons myself. I've been having them for kind of about a year. And more to, more to kind of stop that social media like I love the fact that people want to help, but sometimes like a, an influx of information can actually be bad for a swing. So I'm kind of I take that with a with like a okay kind of I like I appreciate what you say. I will bring it up with my with my coach and see what he thinks. But as a general rule, I kind of think too much information is misinformation. So I kind of I, I believe that having a pro is the way forward. Yeah, and have you um, have you been with the same uh, pro since the start, or have you tried two or three? Mm, so this is the the second I've had, and I think the first one it just didn't really work out in the kind of the way I wanted it. I guess with having like a social presence, like some pros are interested in, I guess kind of what you can give them. So I kind of wanted a guy that had no real interest in in the social side and was keen to kind of help me and help my golfing journey because it's important to me. Like I want to, alongside what I do, I, I actively want to get better. So I wanted someone who would support me and support my vision for a good golf and not my vision for social media. So he's been absolutely perfect. I love him. Yeah, because it, well, it's interesting because they're not, um, I know there seems to be a lot of them around, but then you, you don't get a lot of them that are doing social. Quite a lot of pros are quiet individuals and they kind of shy away from it. I know you've got one or two that that don't do that, that are very much up front. But in general, I think a lot of them are quite um, quite quiet and just want to get on the coaching, really, don't they? Yeah, I think that's incredibly, I think that's important. It's important. I get kind of, I get the need for social media and I get the need for like pros kind of in, in that light and kind of showcasing that because cause it is good. It's a good thing they are doing. But I guess like a lot of the really, really good pros rely on on their reputation as a coach and their ability to help players get better. And for me, kind of, I find that incredibly important. It's the reason why I, I, I sought out the coach I have got because of his reputation as a coach is so good. And it's so good for me that I've got a lot of trust in him and a lot of trust that he can get me to a level of golf that, that even I can be proud of. 
So what level are you at at the moment? I mean, I'm floating around sort of like the the mid to late teens, just sort of 16 and 18. And then really, I mean, I'd like to consider myself at some point becoming like a low teen single figure handicap. That's my goal. I mean, I'm never going to be a pro golfer. I'm never going to be scratched. But I'd like to know that one day I can hold my own round of course and shoot relatively well. As we uh, as we were talking about pros, there your most recent project is someone contacting you uh, on social media that you actually really inspired, and you've got her into lessons. And you're you're I think you they're doing your latest project now up in St That's Andrews. Correct. Yeah, I mean it's great. It's great. Yeah, yeah, I've seen some of the lessons actually. The lessons was quite. I watched that last week. It was quite good. The guy from um, oh, where was it? He. Uh, he was quite good. Yeah, actually. I, I, mean, thought was, um, I watched it for about half. I mean, hour. he was really good, and I was kind of like, when when you get someone like contact you and ask if you can help them with golf. To me, it was like it was the craziest idea, and an idea that I wanted to run with because it was so crazy. I think telling a story where you're like, guys, I'm traveling a thousand mile round trip to kind of aid someone into golf, and I wanted to do it as a like a beginner's guide, but I was very mindful that I didn't want to teach this goal because I can't. Like, I'm not a good enough player to do so. I'm not a pro, so it was really good to kind of find a pro there who was willing to like like give her a lesson and let me record it so she's like so she gets on her golfing journey in the best way possible and I think the series itself has been really really good but I am I'm very chuffed and pleased that we have introduced a pro into it as well I think it's one of probably like the greatest compliments that someone's seen you start your golfing journey and you help them start theirs and that's it for me it was such a yeah it's a good it, it is such an amazing thing to kind of get and for someone to say that like like I'm so inspired would you help me but interestingly like for me getting her into golf like the amount of people that are kind of wanting to start golf because of her now is really key and really kind of like crazy how I guess I kind of I always thought that if you inspired one you would inspire them all and it kind of feels like that when you've got her saying actually there's like there's like five guys around me who now who now like want to go to the range with me and all this kind of stuff and they want to learn golf and that's when you know that you've done something really good yeah absolutely you spread the word without kind of being obnoxious and a normal typical pro kind of golfer i guess it's interesting because i read this morning that the um the the uh, the, the membership figures are, are dropping again in scotland where um where uh, you 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 your person as you're teaching, you know, the, the numbers are down to, I think, or oh, was it, was it 180,000 or something like that, which I was quite shocked at, um, for, for golf club membership and it reduces every year. But it's, it's that kind of, it's what you've done that, that golf really needs to do to some degree. It needs to do something different. It's, it's that kind of off the wall, genuine enthusiasm, um, that, that's obviously got her motivated and now she's got others motivated. I think the, the the way that we sometimes try and promote golf, it doesn't really click with people because it's great fun, and you don't you only know that when you go and hit the ball. And I think that is it. I think in some respects, like like golf, it still is of an age where it has too much tradition behind it, and where we're kind of trying to like bring a new generation of of golfers to the the platform that that really need to be inspired in different ways. And I think that is kind of where kind of I hope that kind of the channel and the series is kind of helps aid like a new variety of golfers and bring kind of more golfers into the game. Not necessarily memberships. They are down for sure, but Nomad Golf is actually on the up. 
where people are actively traveling to golf course and they're joining societies because I think that's become a lot more more fun rather than the strict golf club rules. I think societies are, are like on the high right now where you are getting 20 mates, 20 friends, turning up to golf courses like across the country, playing all these really cool courses and just having like the time of their life. And that is really what golf should be about. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I agree. It's all about enjoying the game. You know, and I, I think you're right. I think with the, with the um, you know, the ability to go onto your phone now and just um, book a tea time wherever you want, um, particularly younger guys in their 20s and 30s are, and they're mobile and they think, yeah, why should we go around the same track every week? Although Tom here, he goes around the same track every week and has done for a number of years now. So, you know, it's just it's just the two contrasts. It's interesting that it does appear that the growth is in the nomad area. So people aren't necessarily wanting to be members of golf clubs. They just want to play golf. And at the end of the day, from our perspective, it's just about the golf for us, really. So, you know, but I think the, the membership thing, it was just intriguing. I read it this morning uh, and, and it's reducing all the time every year. It's quite incredible, really. But courses seem to be full. We seem to see many, many plenty of people playing golf. So I, I don't quite know where it's going to end up, you know. No, and you hope that kind of like, like you hear a lot of people saying that golf is kind of dying and we have to grow the game. And I think the game kind of is being grown. It's just being grown in a different way than what people are used to. Like we say, like like people aren't becoming like hardcore member golfers. They are just kind of enjoying golf for what it actually is. And that's hitting a ball, trying to get it into a hole 600 yards away. That, And I think that's kind of where the enjoyment of golf needs to stay and needs to be. And and, and scarily, there are thousands of courses to enjoy, and people, I guess, don't want to be stuck to one for twenty years like they used to be. It's also um, Top Trace as well, isn't it? That's offered that aspect of fun with golf that you don't actually, you don't have to have three and a half, four hours. You can have an hour on your lunch break. You can pretend to play Pebble Beach and still <laughs> yeah, still yeah. up your skills yeah. while doing it without without even having to set foot on the golf course and still really enjoy it and introduce people to it that way. Yeah, and I think that's it. Like, I've just become an ambassador for Top Tracer, actually. And it's all about, like, access for golf. Like, like golf is now becoming incredibly accessible at home and down the driving range. And being able to, like you say, experience Pebble Beach without ever going there and, and honing your golf skills. Like, I guess you don't always need to be going down to the course when it's cold and it's wet, trying to grind out golf when you can just sit in a, in a range bay where it's relatively warm, like playing Pebble Beach. It's just, I guess, it's, it's access now that's that's changing the face of golf, really. Oh, yeah, I think I think the uh, the top chaser, um, which has obviously come out of top golf, you know, I think that's, that's fantastic. I mean, everybody, it's just so enjoyable. You can go down there for half an hour or two hours. Sometimes you get a lot of snow. But I think the game just has to keep developing. Um, we're trying to do our bit. You're trying to do your bit. Um, some of the, the more structured parts of the, the the industry need to actually change a little bit. And, of course, at the end of the day, you know, golf clubs, if they want to maintain membership, they need to be a bit more user-friendly. You know, the, the, we don't need to be going up there and someone telling us their, short, their shorts are too long or too short or whatever it happens to be. You know, it just seems so outdated. You were telling me recently that um, you had one of our jackets on with a hood on it and somebody said, yeah, we have a golf course. I mean, that kind of thing just isn't helpful. No. You know, when many when men, in fact, old men, are wearing hoodie tops all the time. So it just seems things have to move on. 
Yeah, and that's something that I kind of I find like incredibly sad. I mean, I'm I'm quite fortunate with the way I am that I can accept that and and I can replace like clothing X Y Z. But I've known kind of friends and other people have serious issues where they've been like thrown off golf courses for not wearing a collar and 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 or or their shorts are like above their knee and these sort of things really scare me that that kind of we're trying to like increase memberships and we're kind of trying to make golf fun. Yet actually, if my if my shorts don't go below my knee, then I can't play golf. And these things, like they need to kind of, I get tradition is there, but in some respects it needs to be forgotten to make the game as enjoyable as it should be. Yeah, but I don't think there's anywhere written down in a book that tradition is that your shorts have to be a certain length or that you have to wear knee-high socks. I don't think those are traditions. I think those are um, particular people's preferences for what they think is appropriate way of dressing. But, you know, everybody thinks that they, um, they, they, they've got their own dress code. And, and I think that going forward, that has, to, that has to change. I mean, you cannot... I always remember Gordon Ramsay on a on a programme was, was talking about when he had a, a posh um, restaurant in London way back 10 or 15 years ago. And, and, and they said to him about dress code, and he said, well, when I started, you had to put a tie on to come into this kind of restaurant. He said, but nowadays, people can come in with ripped jeans, and Mohican haircuts, and they can be millionaires, and I can't turn them away, mm-hmm. can I? You know, the world has changed, but golf, and well, certain parts of golf seem to think that it hasn't. I think, on the whole, I think it has improved. I think more people are more relaxed about it. I think you should be smart, but that's, that doesn't really say that, you know, that you have to come out and dress in a particular way. What upsets me is when I see people who I think are very, very untidily dressed. In fact, they're wearing trousers. I think they were digging the garden in half an hour before. But because they're not denims, they're okay. So, you know, it's standards. That's the thing. And I think that we need to just create a mentality where people are relaxed about it. It's interesting when you go to the States and everybody's very relaxed, you know. It's a much more pleasant environment. One of the things I wanted to ask you was... Uh, The States just play a different golf to us. I managed. I was fortunate enough to play there last year and it is very much it's a bit too extreme for me it's like I, I went and played with a, with a group who were shorts flip-flops and a few beers and admittedly it was one of the most relaxed and fun rounds of golf I've ever had but equally I kind of I still would like some of the tradition there like shorts and flip-flops for me is a bit extreme although it was really fun like yeah well, I should imagine it's quite difficult. Uh, well, maybe not. I was going to say it's maybe difficult to, to hit good shots and uh, wearing flip-flops. But then, you know, um, golf shoes now just look like trainers. So I'm not sure that all those old old, um, old requirements to have a good, solid connection with the ground apply anymore. Maybe that was a marketing thing back then. One of the things I wanted to ask you about was the um, social media is a massive part of, um, of what you've been doing to get you to where you are. In fact, it's kind of that's where that's why you're on here now is because of the success you've had in social media. But people seem to think that's quite an easy thing, you know. You set an Instagram up or a Facebook page or whatever, and it just happens overnight. But the reality is, is it's a lot of hard, hard work, many hours per week. Do you want to just enlighten people a little bit about how much it's required to do? Yeah, and I think that's the thing that I've kind of found like the most difficult doing social media. Like I still have a full-time job and I'm doing social media on top of it and I'm easily spending I'd say 50 hours a week like I receive close to a thousand messages across my channel and I reply to kind of every single one of them which takes time and for me it takes time to create like good content 
I probably receive maybe 200 a week from guys asking me how to grow a social media page and, and this kind of stuff. And I believe that kind of creating good content is key. So I spend a lot of time, I guess, creating like the best content I can to inspire more people into the game. And I guess because I'm so passionate about the game and the content that I do spend an awful lot of time creating videos for it. And it is, it's not like, it's not like you just, you step onto Instagram and a week later you've got like a million followers and, and, and people are throwing things at you left, right and center. It just doesn't work like that. You have to genuinely work hard to kind of build some form of presence. And even now I wouldn't consider myself to really have much of a presence on social media. I'm just enjoying what I'm doing. And, and like I say, if I can inspire one more golfer to play than there was yesterday, then I feel like I've done a good enough job. Do you find that sort of focusing so much on social media sort of distracts from yeah, actually playing the game? Sort of when you're out there, you yeah, hundred percent. Kind of sadly, that. like I would, I sadly consider myself like a content creator before a golfer, because much as I love golf, I kind of everything now becomes a content opportunity, and it's like I'm going to golf to create kind of content. So my golf kind of it does see an effect. But when I'm kind of, even when you set a camera up, when you're standing on a par three that that has got all this like water around it and you can see kind of the sea in the distance, you can't ever deny that, wow, you're kind of here playing golf and you hope that you hit the green. And when you do it, it's just like, it's the best experience ever. But it definitely has an effect. But I guess I'm so used to it now. I've got a really good setup that it kind of, it's camera down, film, holding onto golf, play golf, hit your shot and just admire what you've done. So how, how long do I mean, it's okay to do that, but then you have to take that um, that content uh, and you have to spend quite a lot of time editing it, don't you? Because, you know, you, in a round of golf, it's a lot of hours. If you've got quite a lot of content, then I guess there's an, a similar amount of hours required to sit and look through it all to get yeah, maybe reckon, a two-minute video. I reckon to get like a 10-minute video out, out of Instagram probably takes me about 20 hours because you have to look like, like for me, like an average round of golf, is like like 90 shots so i've got 90 shots to go through i've got all of the kind of like the course to showcase and and make the video work i've got sound design to look at all these kind of things so i reckon easily every video is probably a 20 hour plus edit it's crazy and i guess the other thing on top of all that is uh, before you can do that you have to teach yourself how to do the film work and then how to do the editing. Yeah, I guess I'm constantly learn learning. Like I've learned through, I've done nothing special. Like anyone can do what I've done and I'll hold, I'll hold my hands up always and say anyone can do it. It just takes time. And I literally, I've spent thousands of hours on YouTube and I do now. I, I watch tutorials weekly for about 10 hours a week, learning how to video edit, learning like how to use my camera properly and, and how to set up shots and all of this kind of stuff. A lot kind of does go into the background and and that's not to mention carrying all your gear like a round of golf it's not only me carrying my golf clubs it's carrying like two cameras a tripod and gimbals and all of this kind of extra stuff just before i even step onto a green it's madness so do you ever do you ever get to the point where you just think it's saturday morning I'm just going to go and play golf without the gear. And really, it's like Tom's point, you know, just really enjoy the game because you don't have to think about the content. You can yeah, just think it's really funny. Golf. So I have a really, really good like Sunday group at my home club. And I'm the youngest there. I'm 31 now. And it ranges from me up to like 82. 
And that is my one round a week where I step onto the golf course, my camera goes away, and I play golf for what it should be. Me and your friends having the best time of your life for five hours, laughing, joking, taking the mickey out of each other when you lit putts. And we, we, we pay for like three quid every week. Like that for me is my week where I can be like, I'm a golfer and I'm going to have my fun golfing. No cameras, no equipment, just here for the love of golf. Is that where uh, playing your mixed event in the summer where you won a, a lovely competition in your first ever uh, round of golf with a yeah, uh, with that a was, lady that was, member? Again, that was really, really funny. She had like no one to play with and she put on the board like I've got no one to play with and I was like, well, we can't have that. I can't have have a golfer like not being able to play an event. So I was like, I'll sign my name down. I'll sign my name down for it. It doesn't matter to me. I'll devote some time. I actually took a day off, a day off work to play with her in the end because it was on a weekday. And yeah, it turned up there won the trophies like uh, it's, it was really good and she was really chuffed and it's what it's about isn't it it's a it's a, like no no man or woman gets left behind but if i can get someone golfing then i will that's a cracking uh, mentality yeah that was so fun you? like the, the funnest but hardest experience of my life like when you get contacted by the speed golf championship and they're like a hosting event like we'd like you to kind of turn up and play you up for it and i was like oh, i've done a little bit of running in my time how hard can it be i mean it was so hard it was so hard i've never ever like struggled to run with like seven clubs and play golf like it it was so much fun so much fun but you've got to be quite fit to do it i reckon yeah yeah, to yeah i mean the guys that won it they it, yeah. they shot 10 over and they ran 18 holes in 35 minutes. It was just incredible. Yikes. I think Tom could do that. Uh-huh. If you say so. Uh-huh. You need a bait, mind you. You don't move quick, Tom. I can't shoot 10 over just walking around. Never mind running. Ah, oh, he can. We talked about this yesterday. He seems like a bad golfer. He is. He's playing off eight. You know, eight. We, yeah, we'd all like to be that bad. Was it eight? <laughs> no. Oh, it was six, was it? Sorry, I wasn't looking. <laughs> But yeah, I'll go up to you. I'll have the eight, thanks very much. But, you know, six or eight, who cares? It's a good score. It's a good um, handicap. But yeah, I think the, um, the the speed golf thing's really quite interesting. But there seems to be a lot of things like that around golf now. That, um, I always think it's quite strange that people want to um, change the game. But I've always thought, you know, it's 18 holes or nine holes or seven holes or whatever you want. The course is there. It doesn't demand you to play 18. If you don't have time for six holes, then just do six holes. So I, I think it's good that people are looking at alternative ways of doing it. Um, but I think, you know, it's, it's really good to people themselves sometimes to change to change the formula. You don't always have to tee up and play 18 holes, but it's a good way to do it. So what's what's the future got then? I mean, you've got this um, uh, scenario with Andrews. How many so more I was weeks planning on do doing it as like a 12-part episode. So the minute I'm kind of four episodes in, there's eight to go. So there's probably like at least another six weeks. There's some I obviously can do like on, on, on a dual weekend. So I think there's kind of six weeks to do that. And then there's going to be a, a little bit of travel coming in. I'm going to do some like destination golf and I guess keep working on my own golf and working on the content and I guess seeing where it takes me. So what's the, what's the, um, what's the best thing, the most enjoyable thing you've, you've, um, You've experienced so far in your three years. I think for me, it was when I got invited to play. I, I, I did an initiative with with a 
with Girls Golf Rocks. I don't know if you've heard of it. It's an initiative to get kind of like youngsters into golf. And I got kind of, I got invited to kind of like yep. help, help run it and help host it and record some content for it. And, and for me, it was just the best experience to see kind of like new golfers and young golfers kind of learning golf and enjoying golf. And it was such like an inspiring thing to think like from like the bottom level up, it really is kind of changing. And for me, it was just amazing. And I remember sort of the, the day I turned up, there was a little girl there. And I, and as soon as I walked in, she was like, like, shaking a little bit and I kind of looked at her and she was like oh my god it's Lloydie Golf it's Lloydie Golf and she's like I watch all your stuff and that for me was just amazing like it's the best experience ever you can never ever be thankful enough that kind of people actually watch your content and they're watching it from such a young age as well all the way up to kind of 65 70 it's just amazing yeah I mean that's that's quite impressive really isn't it you know we sometimes get that and people say oh I love your clothing it is quite nice um, it's a bit of a reward, but I think the um, the, the the ideas for for next year. What have you got for next year? Then are you going to do more um, trying to find people like? Uh, I think it's actually been a really or? really good good idea, and I think going forward, I would like to kind of do that maybe once a year where we take on like someone and and I guess like show them the ropes of golf because it's been really good. It's been really kind of satisfying. Actually, inspired me to keep going. But I think next year, I think the focus is going to be kind of on travel and destination for golf. I've got some really kind of fun ideas and I found some really kind of remote locations that I want to just go and like vlog the experiences of, of I guess courses that not everybody see. I mean, we can all go and go and play the Belfry and all these really nice courses, but I think there are some really like beautiful hidden courses that I'd like to kind of start showcasing. And I think that's my plan. Yeah, there are. There's, there's some real interesting gems out there. And, um, and there are people exploring them already, so it's a good thing to do. You know, it just takes us off the beaten track a little bit um, because you're right, everybody can go and play the Belfry or Celtic Manor or, or anywhere else like that. You just pay your money and go on. But there are there are some, some unique courses around the country um, that, that uh, people don't get to play too often. Well, look, I think it's been, it's been really great to have you on. Um, and, uh, you know, keep doing what you're doing. Uh, we'll see you again pretty soon, I imagine. And um, keep inspiring people. Keep inspiring. <laughs> keep enjoying is the key. Thing. You know, the key is to enjoy the game. The camaraderie is the main thing. You know, get out there and have a good laugh. So um, it's been it's been good, and I think we should um, catch up again next year and see how you're progressing. We're fascinated by the the, the current project uh, with Fiona in Scotland, and um, so see, I, I watched the last one. I thought it was really good. I, I don't know if you noticed, but she's uh, she's already. She's on the range during the week, um, getting lessons and, and bashing. Yeah, and I think so that's, that's really key. I think it's really good. Like, I kind of, I don't want it just to be like a co- like a content piece. So it's been really good that kind of in the downtime when I've not been there, she's actively she's actively golfing, and that's just kind of exactly what you want. It's like I've managed to kind of not only introduce this girl into it, but she's actively like playing in the week and she's practicing and she's she's really enjoying it, and it's perfect. It's it's just amazing to see and. Yeah, and, and it, 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 you know, social reach, it gets people out and about, particularly, you know, in the dark nights and the bad weather. You know, they get up the drive lanes to meet new people. It's, 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 there's nothing bad about it at all. It's really all good. No, there are some amazing times and experiences ahead. And... That's been good stuff. Well, look, thanks for coming on. Um, and uh, we'll, we'll catch up with you um, hopefully next year. 
and uh, and hear more of your adventures. But keep it going. Thank it's you. I really terrific. appreciate it. Really, really pleased to be working well. with you. Like a lot of hard work goes into it, so it's it's nice to have the support of of people because say there are some times where I mean I felt like it's incredibly hard work and. And I think it's nice to hear that actually you're making some form of difference, whether that's small or large. So I really appreciate it. Thank you. Well, we're both in the same boat. You know, we're, we're a gold brand trying to do things a bit differently, trying to make the game look colourful and enjoyable and enthusiastic. Um, and then um, you're doing the exact same. You're the embodiment of that. So it's, it's tremendous. It's Thanks very, Thank much, very much, guys. Bye. Cheers. Bye. Bye.